1: Ah, oh, so happy to be with you. I am back in California, and uh, it's beautiful, of course. And I have to say, it's beautiful everywhere I go. I see the beauty in everything. And, uh, yeah, it's nice to have the warmer weather, but I enjoyed the snow so much. Oh, my gosh. I'm such a fiery person that the cold temperatures and the snow feel like a welcome, joyful Relief to me, though uh, when it's super, super cold, that's no fun. <laughs> but uh, we'll get into that today in our um, joining together. So let us do as we always do. We begin with a prayer. Mm. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart and turn within and be so grateful and so thankful. That love is all that there is. Love is all that we are. We consciously partner up with the higher Holy Spirit Self, our true identity. We call the name of God, beloved, I am that I am. And we declare that we are willing to hear the voice of God in everyone who is speaking, including ourselves. We are willing to know the truth that reminds us that we are already free. Taking a breath of love and gratitude, we dedicate this time together to our awakening, to our expansion, to our awareness of the unlimited, unprecedented nature of our life in God. Grateful to surrender all the thoughts of lack, attack, and limitation in order to know our true selves and to be able to see our brothers and sisters as they truly are. Yes, we're choosing salvation. We're surrendering setbacks. In grace, in gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Mm. Ah, so grateful. Okay, well... Our episode today is about overcoming setbacks. And actually, I intentionally wrote it uh, that way because it's really not about overcoming setbacks. It's about eliminating setbacks. But to the ego, the idea that it's even possible to eliminate setbacks can be just like, oh, that's crazy, that's not possible. So we see language like eliminate setbacks, and the ego will immediately discount it as being unrealistic, impossible. And yet, that's what A Course in Miracles is all about. It's about eliminating the idea entirely Of setbacks. And there are so many references to this without ever using the word setback in A Course in Miracles. So I I believe I mentioned in a recent episode that I was doing a class, which I believe you can still get a free download of. It's called Fortify Your Faith. And uh, if you go to jenniferhadley.com on the events page, you can access that Fortify Your Faith free class Uh, all you have to do is register to get the download Uh, so in that class someone asked me how do you deal with setbacks Jennifer and it was such a great question it sparked my mind and I realized wow I haven't felt like I've had a setback in years in fact I can't even remember the last time I felt that I had a setback. And I realized why it's because when things happen that I used to think, oh, this is a setback, I don't judge. I am open to the learning rather than blocking the learning with my judgment. So if I go into thinking, this is wrong, this is bad, this is a setback, something has been lost, then I am identified with the ego. And I, of course, am in judgment, I'm in opinion. And if I'm in judgment and opinion, I'm in lack and limitation, and so it's... I'm not available to harvest the learning in my experience. Now, in my experience, there are all kinds of things that I would have labeled setback in the past. But because I don't do that anymore, I don't experience things as setbacks. So I don't find myself getting upset and depressed and sad and hurt and angry and afraid about these things. And that's a wonderful relief because then when I had all that emotion going on, the anger, the upset, the irritation, the frustration, the resentment, the blame or the shame, all of that going on, it consumed a lot of energy. It consumed a lot of time and it consumed often financial resources. Uh, I need to see... I need to get help with this, Uh, I need to get away from this, Uh, I need to self-medicate this, all things that could uh, or have in my past consumed all kinds of resources. So this is one of the major lessons of A Course in Miracles is that your spiritual practice saves time. It's very practical for living a much higher quality life to have a strong spiritual practice. And many people write to me all the time and they tell me, gosh, I've been studying A Course in Miracles for 20, 25 years, 30 years, 18 years, 12 years. Many, many years I've been studying A Course in Miracles, but I never thought to live it and apply it in the way that you're talking about. And so for me, I, I really, that's what I'm interested in. I'm not actually interested in studying it. I'm not interested in memorizing it. I am interested in fully embodying it and living it. Because the more I embody and live it, the more joyful I am, the more free I feel, the more in sync I feel, and the easier and more peaceful my life is. One of the core lessons of A Course in Miracles is that if you say you want the peace of God, but you're not willing to employ the means to get it, then you don't really want it. It's an empty, empty declaration. So A Course in Miracles is really about moving into your heart. So isn't it interesting that it's, seems, on the surface, so intellectual. A Course in Miracles is designed for intellectuals like me who are ready and willing to move into their heart. Yes. We're tired of living up in our heads. We're tired of being know-it-alls. Now we'd like to move into our heart and experience true joy. True freedom, true peace, the love of God activated in every conversation, every email, every meal, every activity of our lives. And this is what is possible when we truly live a course of miracles. Now, one of my favorite sections is in the Manual for Teachers, Chapter 4, the Trust section, and it's called a. Section A, Development of Trust. It's my page 10 in the Manual for Teachers. And I encourage people over and over again to read this section, Development of Trust, once a week. Really come to cognize what it says because it will be so helpful in understanding what's happening in your life and how to work with it. So, in paragraph four here, and the development of trust section is not even two pages long. In paragraph four here, it says, It takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. All, all. Not some or most or many, all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. It takes great learning to understand this. And how do we get to the great learning? Great willingness. So here's a mantra for you. Here is an affirmation for you. I am willing to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful to me in living a life of love and prosperity. I am willing to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful to me. In living a life of love and prosperity. Yes. I am willing to understand that all things, events, encounters and circumstances are helpful to me in living a life of love and prosperity. Without willingness, then the egos in charge. Because the ego will judge, this is not helpful. How could this be helpful? And let's take it to the nitty-gritty. My business partner bankrupted me. How could that be helpful? My spouse left me for my best friend. How could that be helpful? My child died. How could that be helpful? I was raped and abused. How could that be helpful? In our human experience, until we can see beyond all directions of time and space, we can't really know exactly why everything is helpful. But if we're willing, it will come into our awareness. It will be made known to us. It it may take willingness again and again and again. But that's how we develop a deep faith, and we remove our faith from the ego's opinions and judgments, and we place our faith where it can be helpful, and that is in the spirit. And we, we live by faith, and faith brings that learning. So it takes great faith to be willing. It takes great faith to know that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful to me in living a life of love and prosperity. And that faith makes all things possible. So anything we can do to cultivate that faith is going to bring us benefit. So we're removing our faith where we've placed it in the ego, in our opinions and judgments, and we're placing it now in that there is value In everything, they're helpful to us. And it says here, it is only to the extent to which they are helpful that any degree of reality should be accorded them in this world of illusion. So we're learning to value that which is truly valuable. And our lessons and our learning are truly valuable to us. Because when we embrace the lesson, which just means that we're willing to accept it into our awareness. Who can embrace bankruptcy? Who can embrace being raped or abused? No, we don't have to embrace that. We embrace the learning That is encoded into it. We are willing to cognize the learning that's encoded into it. We don't have to understand exactly why in order to download, accept, and employ the wisdom and the learning that's encoded into everything. In paragraph 18 of Lesson 135, you've heard me say it so many times, hundreds of times maybe, What could you not accept if you but knew that everything that happens, all events, past, present, and to come, are gently planned by one whose only purpose is your good? This is the plan that has been laid out for us. So we surrender all attachments to our plans on a human level that we've made with the ego and we say yes to the Holy Spirit's plan for our salvation. And that is the plan that we have written for ourselves and encoded into it are the situations, the circumstances, the events that will activate the learning so, what could you not accept if you were willing to have faith in that truth? For me, this willingness changed and transformed my life. It did. And I had to keep this thought of no setbacks, only. Learning encoded into everything. Good encoded into everything. My wake-up call encoded into everything. Everything is helpful to me. Everything is valuable to me. Let me not judge it, because if I judge it, then I'm blocking the learning. that has been perfectly designed for me by the Holy Spirit, by the great I am presence that I am. Why would I block my good? And yet, I used to block it all the time with my judgments and my opinions over and over and over again. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. And so, remember, love holds no grievances. Love is what we truly are. Love is our healer because it is what we truly are. And yet... Just ponder for just a moment here. Are there any grievances that you've already affirmed today? Literally, I invite you to turn within. Are there any grievances that you've already affirmed today? Lesson 69, my grievances hide the light of the world in me. No one can look upon what your grievances conceal because your grievances are hiding the light of the world in you. Everyone stands in darkness and you beside him. But as the veil of your grievances is lifted, you are released with him. So we're the light of the world. And if we're not willing to be the light of the world, then our grievances are all that we see. The darkness is all that we see because we're blocking the light. I love in Lesson 68, it says, It is as sure that those who hold grievances will forget who they are as it is certain that those who forgive will remember. So what is forgiveness? It's releasing the judgment. What's a judgment but a grievance? See how simple this teaching is? It's very simple. Is it easy to live? Not if you're not willing. But as soon as you become really willing, it's not hard at all. And that's what we're going for. No more setbacks. We're accepting that everything is working for our good. Oh my gosh, we've got so much good. And we're willing to accept it. We're starting off this new year in a whole new mode of healing. Yes. I have to say, I'm pretty excited. I'm, I'm in the, the, the wonderful beginning of my year-long Masterful Living course. If you would like to practice these teachings all year long with me, get down to the nitty-gritty, increase your willingness, deepen your faith and trust. Truly valuable, only that which is truly valuable. And come along with me. Check out my year long masterful living class at jenniferhadley.com. I've got open enrollment until the end of March. People are jumping all the time. Just get the start. Maybe you'd like a taste. Try my new experience. Next week, I start my Stop Playing Small class. special focus. All right, you're hearing the music. It's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hackley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, and I'll be right back.
0: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles: Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application, as we return to A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk. Well, I'm
1: Jennifer Hadley. Welcome back to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. And oh, I've got so much to share today. I, I do have a few announcements I'd like to make. Uh, and that is that... You can still get a couple of my free Masterful Living preview classes on the events page at jenniferhadley.com. They will go away, so grab them while you can. They're free. And if you're, if you're, uh, A fan of this show, there's a couple of things you can do to help support the show. So the show is run on donations, and you can make a contribution at powerofloveministry.net, powerofloveministry.net, or at jenniferhadley.com. Power of Love Ministry is the name of my ministry, and it funds everything that I offer, all the free classes, all the Living A Course in Miracles classes, this radio show, my free daily prayer. Uh, At least 50% of what I invest my time and energy into is free, and the rest uh, helps to pay for all those free things. So I... Really appreciate any contributions that you can make. It's a tax-deductible contribution. We're a a nonprofit organization, and the more contributions we get, the more free offerings we can make. Uh, I'm waiting on Apple's approval on the Course in Miracles app so your contributions can help. Finish paying for that app. <laughs> it was quite an investment, and I think you're going to love it. And if you go to ACIMapp.com and sign up there, then as soon as the app is ready, we'll send you an email how to get your free download. So uh, also at JenniferHadley.com, if you're having a challenge getting over something... I have a free forgiveness workshop, how to get over it, on the homepage at jenniferhadley.com. And it's how to get over anything, work troubles, family troubles, relationship troubles, uh, even physical health. So how to get over it on the homepage at jenniferhadley.com. As I said before the break, my year-long Masterful Living class enrollment is open. It's only open through March. People are joining all the time. We've got a, a global community of people from around the world who are truly interested in walking the talk and living the love and being a truly helpful loving presence in their family, in their workplace, in their community. They're interested in really applying these teachings and living them and doing it with my support. So we have a beautiful community. It's very powerful. We're off to a great start Come and join us. I always say that if you read the information on JenniferHadley.com about my year-long Masterful Living class, you'll know if it's for you or not. Uh, Remember, spiritual practice saves time, and it saves so much energy in blame and shame, regret, resentment, managing, and coping. So if it interests you, you'll know. You'll feel it. So check it out. Another thing I'd like to mention is that last year we had 100 uh, people from 102 countries participating in the free classes. And one of the ways that people find out about the free classes is iTunes and this radio show so you can get all the episodes of this radio show for free at iTunes just search for me Jennifer Hadley and you'll find the radio show there won't you let other Course Miracle students know about this free all these free downloads so this is episode 171 uh, I do an episode almost every week of the year pretty much unless I'm somewhere it's just not possible. And uh so if you like the the radio show, you can write a review. That's another way that you can support the show in addition to making a contribution. And then last but not least, the uh there's still room at the Baja Retreat, Baja Mexico Retreat. Living a Course of Miracles Baja Winter Getaway Retreat. It's in this gorgeous resort, and we are gonna have such a good time with Gary Renard, John Mundy, David Hoffmeister, Regina Don Akers, Maria Felipe and myself. Oh, it's a wonderful package that we've put together for you. We're going to do deep healing. We're going to have lots of fun and play. You're going to go home feeling restored, renewed, refreshed. We have payment plans, but we are going to run out of space. So please, if you have any interest, register now. Book your plane ticket now. Also, if you'd like to extend your trip in Baja, you can come four days early and go on a wonderful whale watch adventure with me on the east coast of Baja. So you can come for a nice 10, 11-day vacation and really have a great time or just come for one of the uh, two retreats that I'm offering great way to get some fun in the sun in your wintertime with like-minded souls from around the world and some of your favorite Course in Miracles teachers. And you can read about that at acimretreat.com, acimretreat.com, or jenniferhadley.com. All right. So we're talking about releasing even the idea that you can have a setback. Course of Miracles is so clear. So clear. And I love this. Chapter five, which is entitled Healing and Wholeness, Section three, the Guide to Salvation. And Jesus says to us here Oh where was I? Yes. Paragraph five. Delay is of the ego because time is its concept. So the idea that you can have a setback is like there's some delay, right? There's a delay in your waking up. There's a delay in your salvation. There's a delay in you experiencing your good. There's a delay in your healing. Delay is of the ego because time is its concept. Both time and delay are meaningless. In eternity, I have said before that the Holy Spirit is God's answer to the ego. Everything of which the Holy Spirit reminds you is in direct opposition to the ego's notions because true and false perceptions are themselves opposed. The Holy Spirit has the task of undoing what the ego has made. He undoes it at the same level on which the ego operates – Or the mind would be unable to understand the change. So all healing is at the level of the mind. That's where the ego works. That's where the Holy Spirit works. So what we're doing is every time we think that there's a delay in our good or that there is a setback, we're aligned with the ego. It's so good to, to be able to consciously identify, oh, if I'm thinking this thought, I'm aligned with the ego, which means I'm thinking a thought that's not actually true. How do I know I'm thinking a thought that's not actually true? How do I know I'm thinking a thought that is an ego-based thought and not listening to the Holy Spirit? I don't feel peaceful. So just consider, I invite you to turn within, just consider how much of your day you don't feel peaceful. The antidote to that is aligning with the Holy Spirit. People think it's hard to study A Course in Miracles. It makes life so much easier to live A Course in Miracles. The ego tells us it's hard to study A Course in Miracles. But the Spirit tells us it's not hard to live A Course in Miracles. So what would you do? What would you prefer to do? What's hard or what's filled with grace and ease? Living A Course in Miracles fills your life with grace and ease. And studying A Course in Miracles is no guarantee that you're going to live it. Otherwise, I wouldn't get emails all, I mean, I get so many emails a week from people who bother to write and tell me that they've realized. You know, very small percentage of people bother to write to me and tell me anything. So I know if one person writes it, it might be hundreds or thousands of people that are thinking it. So in my experience, there are many thousands of A Course in Miracles students who are finally realizing that they haven't been living it. They have been studying it. What would you rather do, wake up or keep studying A Course in Miracles? Also in chapter 5, section 6 this time, time in eternity, God in his knowledge is not waiting, but his kingdom is bereft while you wait. All the sons of God are waiting for your return, just as you are waiting for theirs. Delay does not matter in eternity, but it is tragic in time. You have elected to be in time rather than eternity, and therefore believe you are in time. Yet your election is both free and alterable. You do not belong in time. Your place is only in eternity where God himself has placed you forever. How beautiful is that? Let me invite you. Setbacks. Okay, one of the ways that we experience setbacks, we think time has been wasted. Isn't the idea that time has been wasted, a belief in setbacks and a belief in delay, thinking that time has been wasted? I used to think time was wasted all the time. It was one of my most favorite upsets right we've all got our favorite upsets one of mine was wasting time because i thought wasting time is for losers i remember so well back in my 20s i lived in an apartment building on the upper west side of manhattan at 98th and broadway and i lived on the 6th floor of this big apartment building and I used to, in the, so winter time, it's wintertime here in the United States, I would make sure that by the time I got off the elevator, If there was room in the elevator for me to take off my winter coat, I would take it off or at least undo it. And I would have my keys with the proper key held in the proper position in my hand by the time I got to my doorway. Because I was looking to save time and i had i was always looking t- wasting time is for losers i had so much judgment about wasting time if i if i had to stand in a line it was a waste and i would get irritated and frustrated and upset but you see i wasn't using time constructively one of my favorite teachers is dr martin luther king jr reverend dr martin luther king jr and he often referred to this concept about time and understanding the nature of time, that time is inert. Time does not heal anything. And in his beautiful letter from the Birmingham jail, he talks about how people of ill will use time much more constructively than people of goodwill will. Because they are on a uh, people of ill will are on a mission to be destructive, and very often they make good use of their time being destructive. But many people of goodwill literally do not use the better part of their day, their time, their energy, being constructive, being a healing presence, being truly helpful. And then at the end of the day, they feel they've wasted so much time. But it's not hard to be a healing presence everywhere you go. So if you're waiting online at Starbucks and your thought is, I'm going to be late for work, I should never have stopped for coffee, something like that, you're not using time constructively. Instead, you made the decision to go to Starbucks, to stand in that line. Start blessing everyone in the store. Partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. Look to count your blessings. Be grateful. Open your heart and be that point of light. Remember... My grievances hide the light of the world in me. No one can look upon what your grievances conceal. So why go to all that effort to stand in line at Starbucks and then be like a black hole? Sucking the light in. Instead, be effulgent. Be your true nature. Broadcast the light. Be a blessing. Say a prayer to everyone in the store. You don't know who is sitting in that store thinking, I'm going to go home and kill myself after this cup of coffee. This is my last good moment. And then I'm done. You never know who's sitting in that Starbucks because they can't bear to be home alone. You don't know who's sitting in that Starbucks who just got fired from their job. You don't know who's sitting in that, that Starbucks and who is... (laughs) <laughs> There's a bird tapping on the house here. You don't know who's in <laughs> You don't know who's in the Starbucks who is suffering deeply and your prayer would help them so much. Call the angels. Call the angels to join with you and to help you relinquish all thoughts of setbacks and delays. They can help you if you ask them, but they cannot intervene if you don't. This is something that Jesus talks about in chapter 2, the section on fear and conflict. There are so many divine opportunities we don't make the most of, but we can, and we can start right now. We don't need any special training or special permission It's already been given to us. Ask and it is given, A Course in Miracles says, because it already has been given. Let's not waste another minute. Let's not believe in waste. (laughs) Let's harvest the learning that's always available to us in every circumstance, in every situation. So I'm Jennifer Hadley, and if this sounds really good to you, you might really be interested in my year-long Masterful Living class. You can always enroll, and if it's not for you, you can just withdraw. Check it out. It might be the thing that works for you this year. At the end of the year in Masterful Living, so many people tell me, Jennifer, I know you said it at the beginning of the year, but I really didn't believe it would be possible for me to Change my life this much in just one year. I can't believe it. There's no going back for me now. I'm so excited about what's next. And that can be you next year. Of course, you don't need my help. Nobody needs my help. We all have the help of the Holy Spirit and Jesus, an infinite spirit. But if it's right for you, check it out. You'll know. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles online radio and I'll be right back.
0: You know, the saying a good deed is its own reward. Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act. That isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, Boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it. And according to Yogis and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused,
0: deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on a Course in Miracles, With Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk
1: I'm Jennifer Hadley. Welcome back. We're talking about forever releasing the experience of setbacks, that you can only have a setback or a delay or a waste in time and space if you are in judgment and opinion, which means that you're aligned with the ego's thought system, and your willingness is all that's required to come out from that way of thinking. Now, I know that many people over the holidays have told me that they felt like they had setbacks in their experiences with their families. They felt like they got triggered by their experiences with or without their families and loved ones. And they felt that they got triggered into self-medicating, old patterns, old habits coming up, and that they reinvested in those old habits and patterns, creating more suffering, more despair, more uh, depression. And despair, you, you know, is a feeling that I'm very familiar with because I used to think, oh, I've had a setback, and then I'd go into despair. I'd get triggered and say, oh, my God, this pattern is never going to heal, and then I'd go into despair. So, of course, if I'm thinking the thought, it's never going to heal, despair is right behind. And uh, one of the students in Masterful Living was saying she, does, uh, she, she has a pattern of going into compare and despair. Comparison is always going to lead you to despair. Yeah, one way or another, it's going to get you there. So just know that, that there's no good that can come from comparing. So when all these triggers happen and all this stuff is coming up and it feels hopeless, I understand. I used to go into that deep despair and hopelessness every Christmas. And I truly believe that there is a whole... Pattern there of we come in particularly in in uh, the where I am where it's winter time, so we have the darkest time of the year, and at the darkest time of the year, we experience the holidays Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, for a lot of people in the United States. Of course, we have other holidays, Hanukkah, etc. But these big holiday seasons, and it triggers unhealed stuff from the past. It's coming up for healing again. It's not a mistake. What could you not accept if you but knew that all events, circumstances, and situations were gently planned by one whose only purpose is your good? It takes great learning to understand that all situations, events, and circumstances are truly helpful. So we have to have willingness in order to see beyond the meaning that we have made of it. We have to have that willingness to see beyond our grievances. We have to have willingness to see more than just the past. But the pattern very often is to reaffirm the past and the meaning that we made of things in the past. And to reinvest our precious time, energy, thought, effort, attention, instead of in healing, in our suffering. And this is why A Course in Miracles tells us over and over again how to invest in the healing instead of the suffering. And all that it takes is our willingness. Chapter 9, The Acceptance of the Atonement, Section 7, The Two Evaluations. Paragraph 1, God's will is your salvation. Would He not have given you the means to find it? So we have the means to find our salvation. Let us employ them. If God wills you to have salvation, God must have made it possible and easy to obtain it. Your brothers are everywhere. Remember, our salvation lies in our relationship with our brothers and sisters. Our brothers are everywhere. You do not have to seek for salvation. Don't have to seek for it. Every minute and every second gives you a chance to save yourself. Do not lose these chances, not because they will not return, but because delay of joy is needless. So every minute and every second gives us a chance to save ourselves. How do we save ourselves? By extending love and compassion to ourselves and others. By partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit self. So it's like I was saying before the Break. If you find yourself thinking this is a waste, this is a delay, this is a setback, you're not seeing it clearly. And therefore you're blocking your opportunity to harvest the learning and to be truly helpful that every situation, circumstance, occurrence, second minute of your life is encoded with. Remember that the teaching from Jesus in the Holy Bible where he says, To them that have more, even more shall be given. To them that have not, even what they have will be taken away from them. What can that possibly mean? Well, if you have the consciousness of love, compassion, forgiveness... Even more will be given to you because of your willingness. So those that, to them that have willingness, even more shall be given. Seek the kingdom first and all else will be added unto you. That is the promise that has been given to us. Let us live the promise instead of blocking the light. My grievances hide the light of the world in me. Delay of joy is needless. God wills you perfect happiness now. Is it possible that this is not also your will? So many people say, I just want to feel happy. I just want to be peaceful. I just want to know what joy really is. And is it possible that this is not also the will of your brothers? Do not lose these chances, not because they will not return, but because delay of joy is needless. God wills you perfect happiness now. Is it possible that this is not also your will? Is it possible that it is not also the will of your brothers? If you say you want the peace of God, but you don't want the means to accept it and to allow it, then you don't really want it. Consider then, it says here, chapter 9, paragraph 2 in section 7, consider then that in this joint will, the will we share with God and our brothers and sisters because we're all one, consider this joint will all united, that we're all united and in this only This will for us to live a life of joy. There may be disagreement on anything else, but not on this. This then is where peace abides. And you abide in peace when you so decide. Yet you cannot abide in peace unless you accept the atonement because the atonement is very simple. I'm sorry, the atonement is, it is very simple, and it's the way to peace. The reason is very simple and so obvious that it's often overlooked. The ego is afraid of the obvious, since obviousness is the essential characteristic of reality. You cannot overlook it unless you are not looking. So let us look within seek the kingdom within, seek to be loving and compassionate with ourselves and everyone else, to surrender the judgments, the grievances, to open ourselves in forgiveness. True forgiveness is the release of the meaning that we have made of things. So we say, I don't know what anything is for, but I'd like to, I'd like to be the happy learner. And all setbacks are gone. All delays dissolve. We're in it now i invite you to place your hand on your heart and take a breath of love and gratitude with me and we surrender all lack and attack thoughts right now we partner up with the higher holy spirit self to know our true identity is perfect love in grace and gratitude we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them in grace and gratitude we let it be and so it is amen Amen, amen, amen. Have a great week. I love you. Thanks for being with me today.